Welcome back, everybody, to episode 59. Today, we are welcomed with a special guest. His name is Luis de la Rosa. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> He's, um, I went to school with this guy, and, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't actually seen him in a, lo- in a long time, so it's, a good, it's good that we have you on here so we can actually kind of catch up while we progress, you know? Uh, tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. How old are you, Luis? I'm 25. I will be 26 in a couple of weeks, actually. Oh, yeah, you're a March baby. Yeah. Oh, you're a March baby. I remember that. Yeah. March 23rd. Oh, okay. March my, my brother, David, he's uh, March 15th. March 15th? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. He'll be 23. 23? 23. All right, cool. 23? Yeah. Oh, he's, getting, he's getting up there. Yeah, so... I know your birthday is like a couple weeks after mine. Yeah, mine's in April, so I'm going to be uh, 26. Also. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, mine's yeah, in August, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'll he, be 26 in August. Jason's the baby of the group right now. Yeah, just he's going barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's cool, man. That's cool. So um, the last time I talked to you, I, I feel like it was when you used to work at the Loaded Goat. Do you still work there? No, no, not anymore. Not anymore. I was there for about four and a half to five years. That's some Dang, that's some dedication, yeah. man. It is. So you you were the one that was whipping up the 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 banging burgers, man. Oh yeah, yeah, Definitely. man. Those, dude, that place they were delicious, dude. I'm, I'm, that's probably the last time I see them too. It was at the, uh, the Loaded Goat. Goat, dude. Honestly, those those burgers are probably like one of the best ones that I've ate. Like. Ever. I mean, they're, they're for sure one of the best ones I've eaten. Yeah. Like, I've, because I've eaten. What's the secrets, bro? What's the secrets? Spill I the can't beans. tell you, man. He's like, crack Spill the beans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> crack. It's like, crack. Nah. It's, like, it's like SpongeBob's uh, secret. That they really got crack. a secret formula there? Yeah. Nah. Dang. nah. Oh, dang. I was going to be like, what? <laughs> dang, that's pretty cool. Nah, they were definitely some banging burgers. They are. Definitely. So I'm drinking some coffee right now because I got to stay up. It's, we're, it's a late, late night show today. Pulling it all nighter. It is, and so okay. What happened, man? Well, you don't, you didn't want to be. There was other opportunities. Did the well, load go? I mean, hours weren't, they weren't that well. Mm-hmm. Especially like with restaurants. Uh, once winter comes along, like the hours go down, people don't like to go out and eat that much. Mm. And so you'd be working probably like anywhere from twenty to thirty hours a week, and that's that's not much. No, that's not that. It's not a lot at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be working anywhere from two to three days, and I mean, uh, so like you got to pay bills, got to pay like for gas to to go wherever you want to go, you know, and yeah, the the paychecks weren't cutting it. Mm. So I mean, uh, where I'm at now is paying less, a little bit less, but I'm getting more hours. And that's, so it makes up for the time that yeah, gotcha. nice, nice. And the last time I spoke with you at the Loader Go, you were telling me about uh, wanting to be in the EMS field oh yes definitely so so what does ems stand for let's start there for people that don't EMS, know mm-hmm. ems stands for emergency medical services okay and what is that and what is that exactly i mean uh well you have um you have your emt which is emergency medical technician which is at the lowest level okay and then uh, you have your advanced medical technician and then the top level which would be paramedic Oh, so top like the the top dogs are the paramedics. Eh, somewhat, yeah. Somewhat, oh, yeah. Okay, and so what are you trying to do? That's where I'm uh, trying to get to paramedic. To paramedic. Oh, and so you does it involve a lot of um, like uh, homework or like stuff to study about? To, to, a lot of tests you got to do. Oh yeah, it definitely does. So, well, <clears throat> you know, of course you got to get your EMT to get to your paramedic 
right? And so mm-hmm. that's a six-month program that you got to do. Oh, wow. And, I mean, it's short, but you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the classes were four-hour classes twice a week. And then uh, every now and then, it's uh, you go on the Saturdays from 8 to 5. And um, to get to paramedic, you have to take an anatomy and physiology class, mm-hmm. which is about two to three-month class. And it's like quick pace, but you have to put a lot of effort into it as well. Uh, paramedic class is a 14-month class. So you, and, but you uh, got to do all of those. Yeah, you got to do all of those. So you got to do all those, and then to finally be in the paramedic, you got to do that fourteen month. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And that so includes. It's like ladder, uh, so it's like a, like a ladder. Kind pretty of much. Thing. Yeah. And then a pretty uh, that includes uh, class time, which is nine to five, two days a week. Uh, you have to do clinical hours, uh, pretty much volunteering in the hospital, mm-hmm. volunteering behind the ambulance truck. Um, with pediatrics, which is like with kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would you? Would it? So is it basically? Uh, well, not basically, but it's you're pretty much almost like a registered nurse at that point, or or no? Um, but you're like taking all the classes, pretty uh, much the same classes, or or does it? Is it different? I think you could say it's different. Definitely different. I know it's uh, it. It could be the the similarity as your first two years in nursing class. Mm-hmm. But um, nursing and paramedic, uh, they're very similar, but they also have their differences as well. Mm, but, makes sense. Um, what, I like, uh, what I like being as a paramedic is instead of having to wait for somebody, you get to go to them and help them out. On site. Right. Yeah, on site. So it's like you're like the first hand. You're the first responders, really. Yeah, right? well, that's, yeah they are yeah. first responders. So, right? you know, that right there is a... Uh, that must be that must be intense, man. You know? Oh yeah, the, your adrenaline's running, especially like depending on uh, the call that they give you. They'll give you a little bit of information, so you're not sure what. Um, so you only know a little bit, basically, what you're gonna get into, and then when you get there, it hits you, or you already you're already anticipating on you, what you're, you're anticipating interrupt. as you're going. You're anticipating what what could happen or what's going on at the moment. Okay. Because it could give you a description of something, and once you get there, it's com- it could be completely different. Hmm. I mean, it could how be does, the same or it could like completely just... How does that happen? How does that happen? It's just like, you know, maybe a bystander or somebody that drove by. Oh, miscommunication? Yeah. And then they just... Oh, oh okay. gotcha, gotcha. Oh. So, so a lot of people normally call, they like report things? Is yeah. Is that like the main cause? Like, yeah. Okay. I figured that would probably be the... Right. Yeah, you know, like how else are they going to know? <laughs> I mean, uh, other than like a, a, a police officer calling or something. I mean, I guess that does make sense that a bystander will probably call you first. Oh, or okay. yeah, I mean, it could be that. a bystander, it could be a sibling, yeah, a parent, true, like, you know, just a family member or somebody that works at a gas station, just really anybody. anybody, yeah. And so, when when you get called, so right now you're kind of doing like rat alongs kind of thing. Well, or? uh, I was doing that when I was in school, yeah, for paramedic, which I've already finished, okay, I already got my diploma for it. Mm-hmm. And now, what I have to do is take either a state test or a national registry test, gotcha, and then. Once you do that, then you're like officially like a paramedic. I'm officially all the way? I'm officially a paramedic all the way, and the only thing I'd have to do is apply, and start for like working. a oh gotcha yeah. gotcha. Ooh, well, awesome. so apply and start working for an agency depending uh, whichever county I want to work in. Gotcha. And you would want to? Would you prefer to work somewhere over here? In this yeah, area? I mean, I lived in Surrey most of my life, so I know like all the roads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or pretty much most of the roads. So I think it'd be. It'd be easier for me to start working here in Surrey. 
Plus, like, your family's here, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get to see your family and stuff, too. Is, how are the hours? How do the hours work? So, the hours here in Surrey, since I did clinicals with them, it's, um, you work 24-hour shifts. And then, so, say you work Monday, right? You'll be working Monday from 6.45 all the way to till Tuesday to 6.45. And then you'll have a three-day rest period. Okay. And then, again, it's like every four days you'll be working. Oh, okay. But it's just like 24-hour days. Just 24-hour days, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, so that must be pretty <clears throat> intense, though. Because, like, like, if you're on, um, I guess, on call... And you're chill, like you're. Well, I guess you're not. You wouldn't be chilling on when when you're on call, right? But like, well, I mean, I mean you, you, you gotta be chilling, chill. yeah. You do. But you gotta yeah. be on your toes, though. You know, like yeah. yeah. You, I mean, I guess it's you like would've, you wouldn't take a bath. Well, you better you better figure it out. You better do it quick. <laughs> I guess it'd be similar to like a cop. Like last week's episode, you knew you yeah. had the police here, but they, you know, they were <laughs> the police they, here. With, <laughs> but like they were on call, right? Yeah. So they basically they're already like when you're on call. I guess you're 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 prepared for anything yeah. i guess you're pretty much like on standby yeah like, you're like you're ready to go you're just mm -hmm. chilling mm -hmm. once they give you that call then you're you're on the road yeah. and so like who how many people are in like the ambulance how does that work okay so normally uh, with it's with the all emts uh advance and medics there's always two people uh i mean when you're going towards the call both the both of them will be up front and they take turns so once you get a call, say let's say it's you and me, right? All right. I'm driving. Hey, this is funny because we're Luis and Luis. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right, all right. LG so, and LD. <laughs> yeah. All right. Say I'm driving. We're going to uh, to a call. All right, You're all right. in the passenger seat. Okay. So um, you're gonna pick me up. I got, I got aux. <laughs> <laughs> Can you listen to music? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah! Sure. <laughs> I definitely got aux. <laughs> okay, go on. Right. Um, so we'll decide, you know, who who gets to go first or who wants to go first. But um, once we've decided who goes first, it'll be like that for the entire day. So say I, I'll take this call, right? Uh -huh. So that'll be my patient. You can help out. Like if I if I need your help, you know, you help me out. You know, as, as we work as a team. Mm. Once yeah. uh, we we put the patient in the back of the truck, I'm going in the back with them, and then you drive. You drive. Take oh, us to uh, to the hospital. Gotcha. Whether it be a, a close hospital or like a trauma center, like depending yeah. how bad the person is, mm -hmm. or if like their heart's messed up, we'll go to a cardiac center. Oh. So it's just depending on what's wrong with that person. That's that's pretty, pretty interesting. Cool. That's pretty interesting. What that sounds the, intense though, man. It really, it really does. like I'm just everything you're telling me right now. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Playing in my head, I'm like, dude, I'm just picturing both Luises right now. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I think Gordon's like playing the, he's, he's on Ox. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I just, but no, other than that, I'm like, yeah, it's, Blast it's pretty Blasting Bad Bunny's new album. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's uh, interesting. Um, when you get a call, when you get that first call, can you officially turn the sirens on? Like, that's, when do the sirens come on? Okay, when the sirens come on is, um, depending on how bad... It sounds. Oh, so it's like uh, like depending on the a level of yes. intensity. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. pretty much. Oh, okay. So say like, say like Jason's over here. Mm -hmm. He all of a sudden he gets like a heart attack. Oh shit! Okay. If he feels like oh, his chest what are the ads? Because you just <laughs> having that, that dream the other day, ain't it? Yeah, I had a dream the other week. It's been about a couple months that I had a heart attack. Oh no! And I was asleep and I could feel it in my dream. I was like, oh. I oh, woke no. up and I was like, <laughs> and then you, and you just messed it. <laughs> oh god. Anyways, go on. He he has a heart attack and what happens? All right. So let's say he has a heart attack. Somebody comes and finds him. He's like, hey, you know, like 
my chest is hurting, I can't breathe, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. They call, we'll, um, it'll pop up on the screen, and we'll get paged, right? We get paged, mm-hmm. we take off, or like, uh, it'll, it'll show up on the screen, it'll say, so-and-so is having a, a heart attack at this um, address, mm-hmm. that we'll hit the lights and sirens and we'll go. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Now, what I've always wondered this, like, what if somebody doesn't know the address? I mean, do y'all trace by, could you trace it by a call, or is that dispatchers? Is that, that would dispatch? be with the dispatchers. Okay. I've always wondered. I didn't know if that, like, yeah, do, do they do that? Do they trace by, like, satellite, or? You have to stay on the line for a while, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure, but I'm not entirely sure how that works. So they probably trace it. Like, they, ha- they have to st- probably stay on the line so they can to trace a certain it. amount of time so they mm. can trace it back. Like, if it's, like, probably a couple seconds, I don't think it would work. Probably not. And so that's why people are always like, oh, stay on the line. Right? Like, the movies, right. you know, yeah. like, stay on the line. With, you know, we got this, man. Don't worry. We're going to be there. We're on the way. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. cool. But yeah, uh, everything goes through dispatchers. Dispatchers um, will call everybody out, depending if it's uh, rescue squads, mm-hmm. um, firefighters, police, sheriffs, and then and or paramedics. Mm-hmm. They, they distribute. They know who to call. So yeah. um, every time you call nine one one, it'll go straight to dispatch, and then they'll direct to wherever it needs to go. Yeah, mm. that's wild, man. That's wild. So you said you gotta take that test this week. Yeah, I'll be taking it in about four or five days. I'm taking it this Friday. Oh wow! How long is the test? Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so the the time allotted they give you is like two hours and forty five minutes. Questions? I don't know how many questions there are. It could be, I think. 100 to 150. Is it open book? Oh, no, no. It's oh, open book. Hey, bro. You never know. You never know. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. You really no, don't know. Um, it's just based on what, what you remember. If it's the final test, I mean, they got to know it, you know? Yeah. Uh, they can't rely well, on the book. I don't know. Some places, right, <laughs> the they the might. class itself is pretty intense. Is it? So um, they, have, they have like three or four cameras. It's audio, and uh, they can hear you mm-hmm. as well. Oh, dang. So if you get caught cheating, you're pretty much kicked out. Wow. So they're pretty strict on it, so yeah. which is good, because like you want you want actual legit yeah. people you want on the bro. Yeah, you don't want nobody yeah. half-assing the job. You know, that's... that's, <laughs> like, that's it's like you cheated your way through school, yeah. man. It's like you get the job and everything, and you get called, and you go, you're like, dude, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. <laughs> you got this, man. <laughs> that's wild, dude. That's wild. Uh, ha- you've I don't know, I think we talked about this before. Um, have you seen something in the job that make you want to change, like like a career path kind of thing? Like uh, instead of being paramedic, do something else? Yeah. No, not really. No? Like I, I've I've really enjoy my thing is I really enjoy helping people out, mm-hmm. and so like for me, I think this was like the best route to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I get to help people out. I get to help them out and also say they're dying or they're hurt or anything. I'm taking care of them. And they feel safer. They feel better for the mm. most part. Mm. That's and I cool. mean, that, that, that's my view on it. And like, that's, that's what I like to do. Yeah. Mm. I would imagine that this is the type that not, not the type of job to be like weak hearted or like weak stomach, because I mean, I, I would imagine that you would see so many things that, Definitely. you know, just could scar somebody for life i guess but it's, how do you how do you cope with that like how would how do you what do you recommend you it know, definitely doing? is traumatizing depending on what you see and what actually makes you like you know want to turn your head or makes you want to throw up mm-hmm. 
Um, it, and of course, it varies with, with each person, what, um, how weak or how strong their stomach is, and also what their mindset. So they do have counseling there at the base in case, like, say, a call goes wrong and whoever you're taking care of dies or is at the verge of dying when, when you take them to the hospital. And, I mean, it messes with you mentally. And so that's why they have counseling there so you can go talk to them. So that way you don't bottle things up. Because, you know, like, just oh, with, yeah, right. with anything. It's good, like, with you life, bottle, you know? Any, yeah. yeah. It'll... It's, it changes you. It's, yeah. Is it... So it's like a form of therapy? Hmm? It's like a therapy? Yeah, thing? it's almost like a form of therapy. Hmm. Yeah, bottling up things, like, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, you don't want to bottle up things. You want to just talk to people, yeah. you know? And, and you know, because uh, at first, it feels like nobody's going to understand you or they don't know where you're coming from. But, I mean, all they really have to do is just listen. And once they just listen, like, that makes everything so much more like at ease mm-hmm. you know yeah. you your problems seem less smaller <laughs> you know but True. but you know again you guys go through a lot more intense stuff than the average foe you know so yeah and see uh you also have like your friends that work with you so you can talk to them tell them you know what happened what's going on and i mean it, i know it happens with a lot of medics that say a call does go bad mm-hmm. the first thing that happens in <clears throat> either all or most medics is you know like they go back step by step to see what they did and see what they did wrong or what they could do better Hmm. and that really that really takes a toll on on you so where where is based based out of like would you be based out of the hospital or you have your own facility it's it's your own facility okay and um so like here in mount airy you know there's um you got your main one and then you have uh, a few more in, like, the other cities. Like, uh, well, I guess towns. You got Elkin, Dobson, and Pilot Mountain. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, Mount Airy's the biggest one, so there's more. This is, like, home base. Yeah. It's, like, home base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Headquarters. <laughs> HQ cool. over here. <laughs> <laughs> How do you handle the 24-hour shifts? Like, well, I've, do you get tired? I've personally never tried it. You never I mean, tried it? No. Uh, when I was in clinicals in class, mm-hmm. the only... The only clinical time we were allowed was 16-hour shifts. So it was from 6.45 a.m. to 11 p.m. Hmm. And But, yeah, pretty much being there with them all day. And, yeah, it's it takes a toll on you. I'm not going to lie. You get tired. Do you, do you guys – what do you guys do to, like, just kind of stay up, like, focused and active? Um. So every truck and also in base, like, they have, like, the, the little rooms. Mm-hmm. They have uh, what you call a, a protocol book. And it's pretty much like the steps that you need to or that you need to take uh, in helping somebody like w- with whatever's wrong with them. You know, say like you have a breathing problem, uh, there's steps uh, to go by. And so you you want to you want to know them by memory. So mm-hmm. when you have free time, you go you look over them just to make sure you remember um, you remember your steps, you remember the drugs you got to you got to give and what not to give. Mm. And there's also, um, you know, like the uh, the mannequins, the dummies. Oh yeah. You can also do um, work on them. You know, like start IVs to keep your practice, so you don't, so you don't lose your touch. Pretty so you're much. not rusty. You yeah. Know, when it's re- when it's time to. When, when, when it's time to cool. go into action, you know you're ready. Right. So you, basically, you can train all day whenever you want. Yeah. When, you, when you're at base. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. 
And, you know, there's also, like, uh, maintaining the building, you know, like... Right. Cleaning-wise, like, sweeping, mopping, wiping down the counters and whatnot. Oh, so you got, you got to do it all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, you know, of course, you also have your downtime. Yeah. You know, they have their TV so you can relax, like, distract your mind from everything. Mm-hmm. You got, like, music? You got, like, headphones? Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I feel like that would well, be I mean, the best. Uh, you, you try to stay away from headphones so you can hear your pager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <clears throat> when um when did you decide that you wanted to do this? Um, he's like I was three years old. I want to say anywhere between midway high school to through college. Really? So what pushed you to do it? Really? I know you wanted to help people and you like helping, but what was the final push to you know go through with it? Well, at first I wanted to be a, a contract manager. To be honest with you, like uh, first two years, like freshman and sophomore year of, co- of high school, mm-hmm. I took carpentry classes and whatnot because that's what I wanted to do. And I think, do you remember Miss Cave, Luis? Mm, no. Who's Miss Cave? Do you remember uh, Preston? Preston? Yeah. Yeah. Well, his mom, she, she worked Oh, at, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Miss Cave. I, I forgot her. I forgot about her. I forgot she teached. <laughs> yeah, well, she teaches like a, a health class, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she would teach uh, various health classes, and you know, I thought, you know, why not? I'm gonna try it out, and I got really interested in it. And like, she would teach about the anatomy of the of the person, the anatomy of the heart, mm-hmm. and pretty much how to like take care of people. And so that got me really interested. So like, that's when I started like switching towards like the healthcare side, and what I really wanted to do is start off as uh, nursing. But, um, you know, high school ended, and I only took a few classes in uh, in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I took, I actually took a CNA class in college. Mm. Going to be honest with you, I hated that. <laughs> I don't know about, like, wiping people's asses. No, I'm not about that life. <laughs> but, I mean, it was an experience, though, so I did get my CNA one. Mm-hmm. It took me about six months to do that. But I never renewed it because I didn't want to go back to that. Uh, but w- after I did that, somebody told me about EMS. And uh, as soon as, like, yeah, I think May or June rolled around, I looked into it and I quickly applied. And that's how, like, I started go- getting into the uh, the EMS field. Mm. Hmm. That's what's up. That's crazy. Who would have known that? It's, it's, it's crazy how teachers can, like, put an impact on it, too, you know? Yeah, definitely. You know? If you pass the test... Once you pass the test, uh, what do you do then? Like, are you like good to go, or do you well, to... you would you would have to apply. Yeah, what county have to apply, you would want to be, right? And there's, um, I guess, depending on the agency, there's a number of uh, of people giving you the interview. It's not just one person. Oh, are there a lot of people that are applying? So do you, do you have a lot of like competition, like other people trying to apply for the same job? Like select kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm not too sure of, but I know there they do need medics out there. But it's also like you know, say a few of you apply, they're gonna interview everybody equally, right? Mm-hmm. Just like with any job. Mm-hmm. And co- I mean, if it's competition-wise, I don't think it really is competition. It's more of like you know, we need people, but at the same time, we need to make sure you're qualified. You know, you're not gonna just hire somebody. Because you right. need them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's also, you know, do they meet our standards? Once they right. meet our standards, you know, then of course, yeah, we'll hire them. 
I guess like being bilingual, it's a it's a plus for you too, right? That, or does that? Mm-hmm. I, I, I would say it's an advantage. Uh-huh. Yeah, it should uh, be. You know. Yeah. Do you you already know people that are in that field, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a lot of uh, since I did clinicals with uh, with the EMS agency, mm-hmm. I know a good amount of people that work there already. That's good too. So, yeah. You know, knowing people, like, they know you like yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know, they'll be able to like give you a good reference if you, they needed it. If you needed it. And it's also like on everything that I've done mm-hmm. like through clinicals mm-hmm. so they know how good I am or how bad I am what I need to work on mm-hmm. like you know uh, my strengths and weaknesses and so they can carry that out to whoever's doing the interview if they wanted to gotcha <clears throat> so how does your family feel about your job your profession um they pretty they supportive fully support me. yeah they fully support me they're, they're excited about it Hell they're yeah. just you know like I guess with any parent they're worried Mm-hmm. Your dad's like, that's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's good. That's cool, man. <clears throat> so, if something were to happen in, like, I guess this is a dumb question, but if something were to happen, like, in your house, like, you'd be certified to, to like, do certain things to keep them, like. I could. You know? Yeah, I could. You have an advantage there, right? Instead yeah. Of, you wouldn't like, have. Like, I would know what to do. But you would still have to call somebody? Yeah. Gotcha. Like, you're legally supposed to do that? Or, or it would probably be better just to have extra help? I mean, it would, definitely, it would definitely be better to have extra help and actually have the equipment to know Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have, like, everything you need yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Unless you, like, stockpile things. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. Do people, do you guys get to keep, like, certain equipment? Or is it all, like, the it's, agencies? It's all in the agencies. It's all whatever you have in the truck. That's all part of... It's all... Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But you could you could get some stuff on your own thing on your own terms, so you could have it at your house. Mm, I uh, think uh, like a first aid kit, like classic, like basic stuff. Yeah, like basic stuff. Depending on what you can, I guess depending on what you can find, that whatever they sell to the public. Yeah, I would imagine it'd be kind of exclusive or you know yeah, expensive yeah. one. Because hmm. I'm I'm not too sure about you know, <clears throat> um. Like them selling to the public the, the same thing that they sell to the agencies, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like a, what's like a machine a, that you use to shock people with? Defu- defibrillator. Defibrillator, yeah. You have one of those. Well, you can buy, I think people can buy those, can't they? Well, I know they have the like, you know, like at churches, they have uh-huh. the aid, like the little ADs, yeah. like at the gyms. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can buy those. Oh, okay. Well, but it's not the same as like what you have on the truck. Because um, uh, in the truck, they have uh, what you call a 12 lead where you can read the heart so it's like you know like the little stickers that they they put on your chest and everything Mm -hmm. yeah uh, the truck has those too and uh, it'll pull out like little strip it'll show you like the the wavelengths of the heart you know I've never been inside of an ambulance and I don't think I don't think that's something that I want to yeah it's not fun well let me let me tell you about my story man alright so I was uh, this was back in 2010 and you know I never thought I would ever get to the get to this day where I'd actually talk about like a like a, a past experience from mine well it was like an injury kind of thing um but here we are so <laughs> <laughs> so it was 2010 it was like around graduation and I was with a bunch of my cousins and long story short I won't get into detail all about it but I ended up falling into a uh ditch well it was like a bank ain't it I guess it was a bank into like a <clears throat> it was a, a river bank a river bank and in the bottom of the bank, it was like a, like a rock. Like I hit a rock and it hit my school. And I think I, you might have already, I think I might have mentioned it. Because this was during high school. I remember that. Yeah, 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 I remember that. 
And, you know, I ended up cracking my skull. I mean, just from there, everything escalated so quick. I, I mean, I remember the ambulances came. Um, they were like, I, I like, apparently I didn't go into like a, <clears throat> what's it called? A coma or anything like that. Like, they were telling me to like stay, uh, sit up. Because if I try to lay down or try to go to sleep, like, it, I could go into a coma and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, I cracked my skull. They took me into the ambulance. They ripped my clothes. They do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, they ripped my clothes. They try to see. It's not with everybody, though. It's just depending on the situation. Oh, I gotcha. So, well, <laughs> you know, they, they definitely ripped my clothes. Uh, they, I don't even remember exactly what all happened. And I just remember they were telling, asking me a bunch of questions and then doing all this. And I'm literally, I, and I remember too, I remember like feeling like my head and I remember it like being like, like, I remember being like cracked, dude. Like, I just remember like, but I couldn't feel anything because of the adrenaline. Like, I did not, I didn't feel, when I fell in, in, into it, um, I didn't feel, I didn't, like, I couldn't feel the pain. And I, I guess that's because of the adrenaline, right? I mean, did you feel that you got hit? And I know I got hit. Like, I felt like a, like pressure. Because right. I felt, I, like, I tripped into the bank. Like, I went head first, and I, I didn't, like, I felt the pressure, but I didn't feel it hurting. Like, I don't remember it hurting. I just remember tripping balls because literally my head, my skull, my crack, like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. crack. And I just remember, like, touching, and I was like, oh, my God. And I remember, like, the blood, like, pouring down. I um, mean, it was, like, straight up horrifying, honestly. So then yeah. I get to the, uh, <clears throat> I remember they took, they airlifted me to the Baptist Hospital, which in Winston, which is, like, 30 minutes from here. But it was, like, a 15-minute ride. So I, like, I remember being airlifted. And I remember the people on, um, that were the, the ambulance people that were dropping me off on, that were trans, like, uh, what do you call it? Transporting me to the airplane, the airplane, the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I remember they were so nice, man. Like, I remember they were just like, they were like, it's going to be okay, man. They were being very, very positive. And honestly, like, I felt, I felt okay once they were like, they talked to me and stuff. Cause like, I wasn't really like, I was tripping, but I wasn't like, when they kind of assured me that it was going to be okay. Like, I kind of just like believed them i was like well you know what maybe it will be okay you know um and you know it was it was a crazy experience honestly and um it was it almost i mean i feel like it was like a near-death experience because i lost like 70 percent of my blood i think oh wow that's it's that a, definitely yeah it's a, it's a lot in it and uh <clears throat> I, you know i mean i that's pretty much how it went and i just you know i i, I give it a i give a lot of respect to the 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 people and like the paramedics and all those like you know, because I was I was in, in on the other end of the situation, you know, right. and uh, and I'm pretty sure it was crazy for the medics as well. Yeah, I'm sure it was because I'm pretty sure you know they probably hadn't seen anything like that in, in a while, you know. So like, or or some actually have never seen it. You know, it could be right. also their first time. Oh, that too. Yeah. So based on that story, like, <clears throat> you know, you wasn't much of a difficult patient. You know, like you were pretty much helpless at that point but mm -hmm. what is what do you do to somebody who's what do you do for like a patient that's super difficult like what do you do you have protocol that you're supposed to follow or are you supposed to do certain things to you know calm them down or, or what do you have to do so say they're combative right it's just depending on how how they're acting you know we can try and talk to them and calm them down but if they're if somebody's like just straight out yelling, you know, trying trying to threaten you, trying to throw punches or whatever, or throw kicks, we'll have to call in uh, the police to you know be able to calm them down because we can't physically restrain them. Restrain them, yeah. Okay. We, we we can't do that. We can't really physically restrain them against their will. 
Because that's pretty much like, you know, like kidnapping in a sense. You know, like, <laughs> you get in the truck and <laughs> if they don't want to, you know, like, we're not, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not, they're not obligated. You know, that's why uh, in every call we ask, hey, do you want to go to the hospital with us? Mm-hmm. And if they say yes, you know, that's, that's them giving us consent. Right. So we can take them. You know, we're not, we're not forcing anybody. But, um. You would advise them to definitely go with you though yeah like if, it, if it's something serious i would advise them yeah but you know like going back to somebody being combative we would definitely call we would definitely call somebody to help us out it's pretty interesting um what about okay how do you stay fit in order to perform physical activities that require at your workplace how to stay fit um i know the agency here has a gym it's an open gym and it's a free gym for all I guess all personnel that works there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... And it's also up to the person if they want to stay active or not. But it is... I will say it is very difficult to uh, to stay healthy. For the main reason is... Um, saying as like, you can get a call at any moment. So, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner schedule will never be the same. That's pretty like, good enough. Every day, it'll be... Or every time you work, it'll be different. And... You can either pack your lunch the day before or just go out and eat every day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just, again, it's your choice. If you decide to go out and eat every day, you know, you got to remember you're sitting you're sitting down most of the time. You can be sitting good. in the truck waiting for a call. You can be at the base sitting down. And it's just like whenever you're hungry, you're out to get your food. But as soon as you get that call, you got to drop what you're doing to go. You can't take it with you. <laughs> I mean, you can take it with you, but I mean, what if you yeah. just what if you just got done paying, and you gotta go, and you can't, and the food's gonna take like fifteen minutes. Do you just leave the food? You just just leave it. So somebody could eat it, like. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll try to save it for you. Or most of the time, you can go out as a group with other medics. Uh huh. And like you, a squad. Yeah, like a squad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's happened to us before. It's happened yeah. to me, like uh, doing clinicals as well. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll sit down and eat. You're like, all right, you know, we're going to eat here. All right, cool. Um, order our food. Just sit in there waiting five minutes, you know, drinking a water, waiting yeah. on it. You get a call. Hey, got to go. I mean, best thing you can do is, like, leave your card. Mm-hmm. And then uh, your, hopefully your friends, you know, like, they'll get your food, get it to go, and then take it to base. So when you come back, your food's your food's there. Um. But, you know, that's not, you won't come back until, like, hour or two hours later. Oh, it's so like the whole process of it, even if it's a small, like, accident, it could take a while. It, it could take some time. Do you guys got to do paperwork? Yes, definitely. You have to, for paperwork, you have to write down pretty much what you did mm-hmm. from the beginning to the very end until you drop your patient. Mm. So as soon as you make contact with them, you know, like, uh, you'll start off with, you know, pulled up to this residence, you know, you see how that, that resident looks, uh, you know their condition knocked on the door they opened up then you gotta be very specific you gotta be very specific because um tickled his nose (laughs) 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 not necessarily tickled his nose but pretty much you know exactly what you did what medications you gave and at what time and like how their health looks for the main uh, reason is uh, in case something happens Mm -hmm. uh some people will sue or not necessarily the person you helped out. Sometimes it is. It could be somebody else. Uh, they will go back and look at the report you gave. And it's all going to be based on, on what you wrote. Mm. You gotcha. can say what you want, 
but uh, eventually they'll just they'll end up looking at the at the piece that you wrote mm-hmm. and they'll go with that because that's just evidence from depending how long ago that was yeah because you got to be very truthful about yeah. it so I gotcha wow that's crazy man that's crazy and it depends on what you write man. too because like, you can do something and not write it down you could forget it you know it's just a simple mistake that you could forget mm-hmm. on paper you didn't do it and that can that can hurt you in the long run. So it's mm-hmm. better to just basically record everything that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't but, see, but like I don't see why you, you wouldn't. You can make a mistake. Right. You can forget you right. can forget, yeah. uh, that you did it. And like I said, it can affect you in the you, end. But yeah. Mm. So as far as, um, you know, going into like this uh, paramedic field, uh, is this something that you want to do for the rest of your life? Or have you have you thought about that far ahead? Uh, yeah. Actually, I've thought farther into the future and it's not something I'll, I want to do for the rest of my life it is a good start mm-hmm. that I want to do I would like to do it for a good maybe 10, 15, 20 years mm-hmm. it's like a good portion of your yeah, life yeah a good really. portion of my life but I also want to do other things like during that time you know uh, I'm actually thinking about trying to go into nursing school like just bridging over mm-hmm. and just do two more years so I can get my RN mm-hmm. and also work in the hospital probably work in the ER mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I'll know what's coming through those doors. Because mm. I would have experienced it as a medic. Right. Do so like, people do that? People do that. There, there so are a lot of people bridge over? Uh, I've seen a few medics uh, bridge over and be uh, be a nurse in the emergency room. Mm. I would imagine. I mean, you, you would already have pretty much almost all the qualifications you would need yeah. to, right? Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty smart move, actually. Uh, my wife, she's in the medical field. She's going to school for stuff like that. Oh, nice, so nice. she's, you know, she does. She's not going to be a doctor or anything, but <laughs> I know, um, that takes a lot of years. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. And um, I mean, you know, speaking about the doctors, though, when we talked about this before, uh, you know, they have a lot of work that they got to do. And, well, not necessarily. Um, RNs actually work. I think they say RNs actually work more than the doctor when it comes to it. I mean, is that true? Do you think you think it's true or because I've seen. Well, before you say anything, Luis, because I've seen doctors, like, talk about how they barely even get to eat. And maybe it's not just doctors, but it could be RNs as well, mm-hmm. or you know. But, like, a lot of people, when they're super busy, they don't really get to eat or sleep. So, sometimes they're, like, in the bathroom trying to eat their food, trying to do, like, two things at once so they can go back to whatever it is that they got to do. So, what do you think? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that's true. I don't know for myself, really. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but... I don't either. Because I haven't, I haven't uh, seen yeah, it. I don't know. Right. I don't but, know. If it's I mean, true. I'm considering how many people go in and out of the hospitals, how many patients you have to have, like, you know, and it's not just the ER, it's also like the rooms above, you know. Mm-hmm. You got your baby, you have babies being born, you have your elders, and people you have to take care of long term as well. So, I mean, I'm sure everybody has their plates full, whether it be nurses, doctors, I mean, even janitors. Because you're constantly right. changing out trash bags, and, right? You know, and like cleaning, cleaning things up, and do they? So do janitors? Um, I don't know if you know though, but like, do janitors? Do they have to like disinfect everything, or is that like the doctors? Like the the I think RNs. The, I think the RNs maybe. I don't know. Um, disinfecting wise would be the nurses, nurses or CNAs that are working there. So the janitors are just really yeah. just. Do, I don't like, think the, the doc, basics. The doc, because it notice you ever notice like when you go to the doctor's office, he just comes in, he'll diagnose you, 
and then he dips. You know he dips, what I'm right? He just yeah, dips. he's gone. <laughs> and usually, that's why I was saying I, I don't. I wonder if the nurses work more because when you come in, you see the nurse. The nurse brings you to your room. She gets a description of what's wrong with you. He or she gets a description of what's wrong with you. Then they bring the doctor in. The doctor diagnoses you. Then you pretty much escorted out by the nurse, right? Or is that am I wrong? No, I think it's about right. Yeah, it's about right. right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the Maybe. nurse kind of works more. Well, I guess it depends on what kind of doctor. Because if you're thinking about a surgeon, well, that's different. Yeah. You know, so that's a surgeon. <laughs> yeah, we're like, talking about somebody who's pulling you know, in hours right now, man. He's see, straight. I'm, I'm thinking about surgeons. Yeah, I'm thinking well, in like, that case, then they definitely are. Yeah, I mean, you also you also have like your different types of doctors, right? You know, like you were saying, you have those, doc- those like doctors. Us, like us, like, I mean, you know, I'm Dr. Dr. Luis of the broadcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of doctors, Shaquille O'Neal just become a doctor. Yeah, I don't know if you guys see that. Yeah, uh, he's, you guys a doctor. It's a, it's a shag. He's it's not a, a like, medical doctor. Like okay, well, now, anyway. that, well, now that we're, like, in this, like, medical field, you know, uh, in this whole episode, uh, what do you think about the coronavirus? Ooh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have no idea. I I don't know anything about it. He's like, I drank Corona yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the death toll rose to six today in, in Washington, the US, in, in the Washington? United States, in Washington State. Since Saturday, it was one, and since Saturday, it's you know, it's five people have more, five more people have died, and there's like over twenty cases in the United States. Uh, however, though, they say that well, the president and everybody else is saying that it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. Considered that the regular flu, the it's killed you know thirty six thousand people a year or so. Right. But they think by the looks of it, it's it's still a pretty big deal because it's new, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of fake too. I think it's I think it's old. I think the virus is old, but they're saying it's not that serious. But I mean, I well, wouldn't take my chances. There's different types of coronavirus. So well, so virus is a virus, bro. I ain't trying to get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, what do you? I think it's kind of scary <laughs> to be honest. On my part. So, Luis, when you're, um, let's just say you you, you pass the test, because you'll pass the test, man. Come on. Yeah, you're going to pass. <laughs> you know, we're already yeah, talking we to the permit. Oh, we're, we're talking into existence. Yeah. You know, we're giving you pause in it. Um, once, you, once you sign up with an agency, you start working and everything as a paramedic, um, and all of a sudden, you get a call. You get a 1099. I don't know. I'm just saying. 1099. taxes, <laughs> you know, I got a 1099 this year, actually. <laughs> so, okay. You're, you're, out, you're out on the job, right? You're, you're, you're going. You see a patient. Apparently, he's having a couple symptoms of, some, of something. And you get there, and all of a sudden, I don't know. You or, or they start saying that it has something to do with the coronavirus. What do you do? Like, do you, like, how do you help this person? How do you, like... Do they train you for like new viruses? Like, how does that work? So with anything that's, uh, say if it's uh, you're sick, it's a virus, right? Mm-hmm. It's something could be like airborne, mm-hmm. or um, it could just be like we you know like touching things. So what we'll do is like we'll cover ourselves, mm. so we don't we don't get sick as well, because uh, we're already wearing gloves to go to the patient and touch them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if if it's anything that's worse. We'll have to wear a mask or like a mask with a face shield, depending if they're like coughing. Uh, we do have uh, jumpsuits, mm-hmm. like just like those paper suits that will protect us from anything touching us. Mm. But how can you determine if it's uh, like just a bad cough to like a coronavirus or well, something I don't else? Think, I don't think they will know they have the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think at that point I mean, you would already want to take caution. If they're like over here coughing their brains out, bro, I mean, 
You just you so you you uh you better be you you're rather do safe than sorry kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like. You kind of see that he's looking like he might have the flu, but you, you know, he might have the coronavirus, so you might as well just suit up. Is that how it goes? <laughs> well, no. The thing is, uh, you just ask a series of questions to see what symptoms they've had, mm-hmm. right? And so you based off of like, okay, you know, it could be this, it could be this, or it could be that. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to rule any of them out, you know. So you kind of just, mm. you know, go as applies needed. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So that's crazy because you know you know it's happening right now somewhere in the world right now. There's yeah. there's like paramedics going up to people yeah, with that, with that they're, case. They're, they're exposing themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, you know because yeah. it's that's pretty crazy, man. It's really real. It really is, man. I hope people are staying safe out there and washing their hands. And what do you think? Just you know, washing their hands. You, any advice? That you, anything that you can prevent any sicknesses? Since you already in this field. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty much with, uh, of course, involves with a lot of hygiene. Definitely wash your hands uh, when you can. Like, say you go to the bathroom. Because uh, wherever you're working, wherever you're going, your hands are always touching something. You're touching your phone. You're touching... Um, to go to one door to another, you're, you're touching the, the door handle or a door bar. Something. Yeah, public pl- uh, public doors especially, yeah. you know. You're also shaking people's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't know where their hands have been. So, of course, you want to take precaution and... Always keep your hands clean. Maybe like have Germix with you, but you know, don't also don't go to the extreme. It's just making sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, say you touch the door handle, don't don't be touching your face. Yeah, it's common. Pretty yeah. much common, common sense. sense. Yeah, well, surprised well, I mean, a lot of people. Even though. if it's common sense, <laughs> people do it on a regular basis without even knowing. Make right? it, make yeah, it. That's true. Yeah, that yeah. is true. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've never licked the doorknob though. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> like people be licking doorknobs and shit. You know well, what I mean? Like, who? I don't Who's know. Man. I'm just talking knobs? about like, like basically, like, like he meant to, like touch the doorknob and then like wiping your face. Oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. You know, yeah. I'm just trying to be funny here, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I, another thing with the, is the phones, man. Like, oh, I guess like when I think about the like holding phones and stuff, and especially when you take calls. Like, you put it on your face? Yeah. Ooh, man. That's going to be a negativo for me, cuz. <laughs> like, especially going to the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I always get those little wipes. Uh, yeah. And wipe the carts down. Carts, yeah. Especially here lately, man. I mean, that virus still ain't no joke. I know, man. We have to really protect ourselves in this case. But, uh, yeah. I've been seeing that in some cases, Florida got hit with the case now. New Jersey, I think. Yeah. it's Some it's, other places. It's, it's kind of spreading slowly, but surely. And, uh, I don't know, man. I don't want it to affect anybody of us you know (laughs) but you know uh, it is what it is man i mean the flu like we said has killed a lot of more people and people don't really i don't think that a lot of people don't take that seriously what do you think about the flu shot do you think people should take the flu shot uh uh i personally say yes Mm -hmm. because the flu shot it's always a different strand each year or depending Every few months, it's gonna. It's always a different strand. Yeah. So you want to have to have that updated every time. Right. And I've never had the flu shot. Flu shot. So here, the thing is, with the flu shot, when you get it, when you get it, it's from the last strand. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's already dead, so it's to help you build up your immune system. So anytime that there's a new virus. It's to help you build up that. Like this is me, how I say it personally. It's to help you build up that immune system. So you know, to each their own. If they want to get the shot or not, you know that's that's on the person. That, yeah, it's on the person. 
what do you think about this one's a more deeper question in the same sense what do you think about a pregnant woman taking the flu shot because i actually have a friend that asked me that the other day and i was like i'm not qualified for this (laughs) i don't know (laughs) what do you think um well i don't think i'm qualified for it either because i I don't know too much about it Mm mm-hmm uh, it's just depending on the recommendation of the doctor, honestly. Mm. That's true. That's most a smart time, answer, Louis. That's a great answer. Right most, there. <laughs> most of the time, the doctor's like, it's up to oh. you, you know? And then they have them sign, like, something if case in case if something go, does go wrong, yeah. that they can't get in trouble for it. Because yeah. that's what they told me, actually. See, they asked the doctor. Yeah. My so. doctors always try to get me to take a flu shot. I've never had it, dude. I've never took the flu shot. But you know what's crazy? I feel like, and you get sick a lot. Like, well, I catch colds, but it's not like, it's not like serious, serious things. Right, you know right. what I mean? But still, though, you get sick more often than most of us. Yeah. You know, out of the last couple times, you were definitely, you were like, even today, you were like, oh, I think I'm getting sick, bro. <laughs> I <laughs> well, think I got it's it Friday. Like, <laughs> usually when I'm like, take, when I get colds or something, it's because like I'm outside working and stuff. So yeah. like, especially in the cold. You yeah. know, I'll get high, dude. I'm a big kind of, I'm a big guy, right? Yeah. So, like, dude. I'll get really high. <laughs> Out of flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm chubby, right? So, like, I'll get really high, and then I'll start taking off layers, and then I'll get sick. So, like, mm. that's why I, get, I don't really just get sick. You Out know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Gotcha, but, gotcha. Yeah, I got a little cold. A little right. I got a little cold right now, so. Well, that, it ain't the coronavirus, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not. I, I'm not. So yeah. No, um, but yeah. Uh, I think we should definitely take uh, the coronavirus serious. Yeah. Mainly because you already had deaths or deaths. Sorry. Yeah. So some people may not see it as as serious, but once you start ha- once people start dying, I see that as it's serious already. Yeah. Same. Like once all those, all those people started dying in China, like I was already like, dude, this is gonna be big. Like. Like, I already knew for a fact that it was just going to spread. At that moment, well, I, mean, I knew yeah, this is going to be know, a big deal. You're going to have people that are going to try and get away from it. Yeah. And they could be carrying it without knowing it. No treatment. Yeah. They're going to die. It's just bad. It's a big deal. So, I think, you know, I think it's I think it's important that people, especially the, our listeners and stuff, I mean, definitely take precaution. Because, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's going to spread pretty quick. It's especially, already over here. You know especially if you're in the areas where it's already, like known cases for it yeah definitely want to be be sure of it but aside from all that uh do you have any questions for us i mean i know this is the first time i haven't talked to you in a while but you know it's it's been a while actually uh, yeah what what do you have any do you have any questions or you know anything that you want to tell us i mean i haven't seen you guys and it has been a while so what have you guys been up to Uh, i got married got married last year is this married over here yeah i got married (laughs) last year um other than that i mean just living life, bro. You know, I'm not nothing right, really nice. too traumatic. Any any plans for kids? Um, oh wow, <laughs> I mean that escalated quick. Well, I mean you're I'm married, so I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are living together. Yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. right? That would so. be weird if they did. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna have kids. I'm not sure when. I think she wants to wait until she's finished with school. So that's uh, yeah. She's got oh, like another year and a half. So when she'll finish, you know, I'll. I'll yeah. be up there. And Get some little ninos in there. Yeah, some yeah. little little Jasons and yeah, little yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're just you know living living together as like a single okay couple. You know, what and, I mean? enjoying the no children. There we yeah. go. Yeah, but, I, I, uh, I love that. kids, I man. I, I definitely love kids. I can't wait to have some of my own. But yeah, for now, just for now, enjoy being newlyweds. Enjoy yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah and travel. Uh, 
travel wherever we can. It's not contagious or anything, you know, in the world. But. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <clears throat> anywhere's going to have something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's just just got to be safe about it, right? Yeah, but, pretty much. You know, that's, that's pretty much it with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, bro? I've just been chilling too, man, you know? And also, I mean, I'm not married, but I definitely am. You know, I'm out here trying to do my thing. Right. Uh, trying to do this photography more. I've been doing a lot more, like, uh, photography, really. Right. Like, more just really sessions with anybody, like, okay. whatever they want. Um, one of our friends, oh, I can't say it because then it's a surprise for what they're going to do. But it's one of our friends. He, he hit us up. He hit me up, and he wants to do a session later later on this week. Okay. It's something very special for him. So I was like, yeah, I'm down. And, okay. But I can't, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to listen, but what are the chances, you know? Yeah, and I, right. and I ruined <laughs> it for him. And he's like, damn it, you ruined it. Yeah, yeah I just bought me a new camera too. So I'm okay. very excited about that. Uh, so I'm just, is this something you want to like do as a career? Like, or like a side job or like a hobby? I mean, I've had it as a hobby for the longest time. I think more of now I'm taking it more serious. You know, right. I'm kind of just trying to get more into it. And just letting people know that I'm kind of, I'm just gonna be doing it. Yeah. Um. It was it was a hobby for the longest time though, because I wasn't really sure, uh, if it was really really what I wanted. But I do enjoy it like all like I don't know how to explain it, but I, I enjoy it like I've always enjoyed it. Right. And it feels weird when I'm not doing it. Okay. You know. And so if I don't if I go without like taking any kind of pictures, whether it's like for people or for myself, it feels weird. It feels very weird. And it feels so good once I do take them, and then I'm able to like just upload them or like edit them. Like if I know people don't have like people probably don't like editing pictures and stuff, or I don't know, I, I don't know how everybody else is, but because it's also like it's it's not just like you just you don't just take a picture and you're done. Like you can be done if you want to, but right. if you wanted to make it look a little better, you got to go into a whole post edits and everything. Um, but when you do that, like it's more work, but it, it feels good. It feels like. It feels like once you finish that, you get rewarded with, like, a nice, okay. better picture and kind of okay. things like that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it all kind of started, like, really this year, really. Like, because I was doing other stuff before, so I was, you know, now I'm just kind of do that. Um, but, yeah. And then, again, we do this podcast. You know, this is really, like, a hobby kind of thing. We kind of just, you know, come here every, every once a week and try to just record, get some people on here and just, you know, see what comes out of it. Uh, people do enjoy it, so that's that's a good that's a yeah, good thing. That, that is good. And yep. so yeah, I mean, we're not really sure how far the podcast will take us, but people enjoy it. We enjoy it. So in the meantime, we're just gonna keep it going until you know who knows, man. We might be on the radio or or, or I don't know, man. I don't check, know. Check us out on Exum, you know, yeah. Exum fifty seven or something. You know, sway sway in the morning, man. <laughs> but. So uh, back to your photography. Yeah. So um, do you have like a certain median? Or you just take pictures of anything, just anything? you see that you like? You know, that's a good question, man. Because, you know, for the longest time, I was... I, I got into it with landscape, I think. I think landscape was, like, the thing that I wanted to do, like, at first. Because I was like, I like going... I like hiking. I like seeing new places. Like, nature-like kind of thing. But I noticed that it wasn't really, like... That was more of a that was more of a true hobby. Because I didn't really get paid, like, to, to do those kind right. of things. It wasn't until I started doing portraits for people where people would pay me to go out and take pictures of their themselves. And then that's when I kind of started expanding into it wasn't just like like a person or a family pictures. It started becoming like maternity shoots, baby shoots. I started doing like uh, so you started cars. Yeah, like cars. I've done 
Uh, I've done a lot of random stuff, actually. Okay. And, you know, I, so I've kind of done a lot of stuff, but I, I wanted to do that because I wanted to see what I, what's, like, really, like, drawing my attention. Right. You know, I'm still in the process of kind of just seeing what I really want to do. Like, I can, I can kind of do most of those, but I don't know if I want to keep doing, like, certain ones and, and you know what i mean right but i mean yeah i mean i'm trying to kind of see what really is going to be best okay. fit for me but yeah i've kind of done a lot of r- random ones uh i can't think right now let me think here you do like objects to <clears throat> create something else and take pictures of that mm-hmm. yeah okay. i mean it depends depends on the situation okay. so most of the time i go out and take pictures so like we do like we can do like in this, more in the city or we can do nature we can use any kind of prop that i have on hand uh, i mean i just recently got a couple more equipment i got me a new camera so just kind of see where that goes right uh yeah i mean it, it depends on what people want to because sometimes like people come at me with a vision like they want a certain feel for it what they want and you know i kind of just try to give them Give that what, what like you know that vision that they right. want you know okay sometimes people want me to freestyle it and that's i feel like that's even the i feel like that's so cool because people trust me to just freestyle you, it yeah. just do what i want to do you know and it's cool because like I, I get to create myself and just throw it out there and see what what comes out of it but uh you know and you know that goes for like now that i mentioned on the podcast you know for anybody that wants me to do shoots and you know i'm definitely available i'm, I'm here i'm ready to go <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, that would pretty much conclude $60 it. $60 a session, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can do some specials and we'll we'll get it out there. You know, we'll see. Hopefully uh, soon. Um, do you guys have any other questions or any, anything you want to plug, Luis? Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have asked you guys this, but so how did doing the podcast, like how did that become a thing? <laughs> when did it start? Yeah. How did you guys decide to do it? Uh, yeah, we've definitely been asked that a lot. Um. You know, we were just, it was really me and Julio when we first decided to do something like that. At first, it was kind of doing like, uh, just trying to get people's stories and then like making like a post about it and taking their picture kind of thing. It was kind of like, um, you know, it was something totally different from the podcast because it, we didn't ever thought, thought about actually recording audio. And then we decided to do one. We never, aired, we never aired that episode. We kind of just kept it to ourselves and we didn't really move forward with it. Fast forward a year later, we talked to jason about it and then he was like down for it we were all like you know what let's just do it so we kind of just like very soon like shortly after that we jumped on it started recording on our phones i mean then from there we started buying equipment and then like it, it literally was like a kind of like a snowball effect like it went from like some like it literally <clears throat> went for like uh what's it called a dollar in a dream <laughs> you know what i mean like it was like it just they, they all, needed, like they needed that extra push right? yeah yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it all kind of fell into place and, you know, people very, are very positive about it. The people that, that we, like, the fans that we that listen to us, you right. know, they're, they're, they're positive about it. No, people, no. That's good. Oh, go ahead. Uh, what were you going to say? Um, just, no, I was just grabbing my drink, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at me like you wanted to say something. And yeah, man, I, I guess I, I guess that's what it is, man. Uh, it's like a, a voice in a dream. That's what it is, man. We're, I don't know if that means the same thing, but, you know, we... <laughs> We wanted to kind of get our voices out here, and you know, I know some most of the time we kind of we kind of just mess around, man. We you know we crack jokes and stuff, but you know in some cases we try to get people in here and try to educate, you know the 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 rest of the world, you know whoever listens like what what's going on out here. Like in your case, you know 
you're into this trying to be a paramedic and that's very interesting. You know, people might want to be paramedics and they listen to this and they're going to be like, you know what? They could, this could be that little push for them, you know? True. Who knows, man? Who knows? And if not, people are still interested. They, they want to know what goes on in a paramedic's life, you Which know? also, by the way, is a process. Sounds like it. It's I mean, a process. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I actually had to take EMT twice. First time, uh, first time around, I failed uh, my EMT. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I went through the whole six months. I took the final test, and I failed it. I failed it by four points. Damn. So, I had to go all the way back and start all over again. Oh my god! Yeah, so instead of instead of six months, it took me a year to get my EMT. Mm. But I mean, you know, those are uh, those are setbacks. It's fine though, you know, because yeah, it it either makes you want to go back and do something else, or it'll make you keep pushing, keep harder. pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, keep pushing harder. Yeah, that's true, man. That's just really with life, you know. Sometimes things, you know, you get set back, but then. You start to think about it, and you're like, if you, this is really what you want, you gotta try harder. Yeah, you know? and that kind of makes it more rewarding in the end because oh, you actually, does. you know, push through it. You made it. You did something that was difficult. You challenged yourself, and you <clears> overcame <throat> it. Damn it, I'm inspired right now. <laughs> you that's know, good, man. that's good, man. That's good. Well, that's that's I'm cool, glad man. To hear that. Hopefully, people um, are in- inspired. Hopefully, and they want to, you know, if they want to consider something like this, then hopefully they do that extra push. And uh, well, much respect to to the that field, you know. Well, thank you. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, you know, and it's just with anything in life, you know, if you get pushed down, knocked down, you know, just get back up. Just get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't let it set you back on what you want to do. Right. Yeah. You know, just <clears throat> there's gonna be uh, more failures and successes in life, but that's that's what when you do have a success, that's very rewarding. True that, man. True Some that. Wise words. Word to your mama. <laughs> Word to your mama. Wow, man. Wow. Well, this That's was a good. Uh, this was a good little episode. Uh, we appreciate you coming on here, and hopefully, we can have you back again. You know, yeah, that, uh, thank you for once, having me. Once you once you take that test, once you do all that, you know, you you let me know, and we'll get you back <clears> on here, and we'll 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 talk about more things like actual stories and actual things that you you're gonna experience. Because I mean, it's it's gonna be one heck of a ride, man. You know? Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely for sure. All right, man. So again, thank you guys for listening. And you guys, ha- if you guys have any questions, follow us on the broadcast underscore. And uh, what else? Anything else? That's it. Mm, that's it. Stay yeah. safe. Yeah, stay safe out there, man. Okay, bye, guys. Love you. <laughs>